0: Welcome to the Party Trick Podcast, where we inspire and empower you to elevate every day. Well, what a season it has been. So this episode closes out season one of our podcast, and it has been such a journey. Today is going to be a little bit of this blended episode. And let me just tell you, creating this podcast was, it was a little last minute. It was happened on a whim, and I'm so beyond grateful that we did this. It has been so rewarding, and so many cool conversations have happened because we just took the leap, which I feel is life, right? You can't plan for everything, so you just take the leap and you dive right on in. So before we dive in today, just a huge, huge thank you to all the guests that have come on this season. I'm beyond grateful for these conversations, the insight that I have gleaned, and I hope you have as well. And then also a big thank you to Ryan from Magic Media. He edits our videos, gets them all prepped and ready and gets them on out and posted on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And without him, this podcast wouldn't exist right now. And then lastly, thank you so much to the entire Party Trick team. This company wouldn't be around. We're about to hit our one year birthday. And without the teamwork that I have had today and like leading up to this, none of this would have been possible. And not a day goes by that I'm not grateful for the team that has helped me build this so far. So what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been working on. I have Emma, who is on today. She basically runs all things marketing here at Party Trick. And I wanted to have you guys get to know her a little bit. You've seen some emails from her. Actually, all of the emails have been to her, all the text messages. And it's time for her to kind of show her face and talk a bit. And then We're going to talk about just some of our fun hosting takeaways and close in a little bit on what's ahead. So let's get rolling. All right. So quick update on what we've been working on here at Party Trick. What we've been working on this past couple of months has been really transforming and overhauling our entire experience. It's been getting feedback from you guys and building out some amazing new features. So with that said, our app, is coming. I am over the moon. You can actually download it, even though it's not quite ready in the app store right now, but the official launch is on its way. Now, if you're listening to this podcast later in 2023, so say October, November, it's there. Go find it, test it, play with it. Let us know what you think. And then additionally, we brought a CTO onto our team who has allowed us to really build our own unique proprietary software. That opens up so much for us We can create more parties. We can create more customizations. All of the features that people have been asking for are now within our realm and our grasp. So ask for what you want. We would love a lot of feedback. What are your pain points around hosting? How can we help solve them? Because now we can build something that's even better and we are over the moon excited. All right. Now, without further ado, I would love to have Emma come and chat. She is, as I mentioned, the woman behind all of our marketing. You've seen her on emails. You've seen her on texts. You've seen some of her parties behind the scenes. You've seen some of her amazing stuff on our TikTok and Instagram as well. So let's dive right on it. Emma, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I, gosh, it's been almost a year since we first connected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you were getting close to running the New York Marathon, which is in November. And I was getting really jealous. So tell us, like, how did, tell tell our audience how we connected? Because this is a pretty cool story in my opinion. Yeah. So one of my best friends from college met Virginia, and correct me if I'm wrong, I I think it was an all-female ski trip in Japan, like a couple years ago at this point. And they kind of kept in touch via social media, LinkedIn, how people, how that works these days. And I think last summer you had sent out an email to your network saying, hey, I'm launching Party Trick. I'm looking for people to test it. I'm looking for people to join the team, I'm looking for people to give feedback. So if there's anyone in your network that seems like they'd be a fit, send them my way. And my friend sent me this email and said, You need to reach out to Virginia. My friend Sophie, she knows that I am the go-to hostess of my group. She knows she's been to countless events, dinners, parties that I've thrown, and she knew that we needed to meet and that we needed to work together in some capacity. So She came to me with you. And I think probably about a year ago, we started chatting. And once I heard what was happening with Party Trip and what you were building, I knew she was right. So I did need to be a part of this because it's so aligned with what I'm excited about and what I'm passionate about. So that's kind of how we met. And I think it's definitely a testament to the power of people's networks, keeping in touch, making connections, and also just putting yourself out there when you feel like there's something that you're excited and passionate about. So I think it's been... I don't know, it was a seamless fit. It's been a great match and I've been so excited to be here. I love how some of these opportunities have arisen for me to get to some amazing people. And it is, it's all about the power of networking community. Yeah, um, that honestly, some of my like greatest hires and greatest also friends have come from. And you never know. So again, like you take that trip, you meet some girl, like a pathway around the world skiing. And then all of a sudden she leads you to some amazing person who then joins your team one day and emma and i we probably talked for four or five months before we were actually able to get her on the team and then she was just words to anyone looking for a job like rinse and repeat Atla's playbook and <laughs> she is so good just about adding value and bringing so when we were like before she came on board the team She truly, truly engaged. And I could tell personally, she was super passionate about the mission and what we're building here. But just, she's amazing with relationships and she maintained it. And we had a lot of dialogue that when we opened up the position kind of at the end of December of the last year, it was a no brainer. I was like, okay, I have to get it. So I was so excited to do that. So here's an interesting one. Tell me how you describe Party Trick because we have described Party Trick in so many different ways over the last year, if someone asked you today, and I'm sure the is gonna be different in two weeks, but like, how do you describe party trick? Okay, well, I've definitely totally adapted the party planner in your pocket, since I think that is the most succinct one line I can give to somebody, but I think I essentially described it as a platform that empowers you to do what an event planner would do at a fraction of the price. So I think I always mm-hmm. use the words party blueprints, but I think that really, kind of sums up what we deliver to our users but i think we provide party blueprints that allow hosts to easily bring um important and special gatherings to life i think that's so spot on i think the blueprint really is what it is on stereo we give the blueprint and then we give them the tips on the blueprint to like actually bring it to life a bit more but i don't think there's any other job out there that does that so i think that's the best way to align it right now. I think you're right. I think I start with the party blueprint and then once it kind of that's usually how it clicks with people because I think sometimes people get confused about what the end product is. And I'm like, we're not sending you anything. We're giving you the plans. That's what a blueprint is. It's the plans. And we give people that to help them do it on their own. I'm right there with you. So okay. okay. You host a ton. And you're a little bit in your hosting era. You're married. (laughs) Some of your friends have kids. You bounce around and travel. Tell me a little bit about kind of where you're based, because let me tell you guys, every time I talk to Evan, we were just chatting about some great travel. She kind of is another fun location. And tell me a little bit about this chapter of your life because we're in different chapters right now, um, which I love. Yeah. So I'm currently based and currently in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm from a town about an hour north of New York City. I lived in New York for about seven years after I graduated from college and I've been in Boston for about four years now, but Virginia's right. I'm I'm not often actually in Boston. I like to be bouncing around and visiting friends and taking advantage, honestly, of the remote work lifestyle. I think that's one of the great things about working the party trick is that we are all kind of remote and doing our thing wherever we are in the world. And so I definitely take advantage of traveling and popping around while I don't have kids and while I'm able to do that. So I'm currently living in Boston, probably not here forever, but I have a great space here for hosting, which is like probably my favorite place, my favorite part about being here, but I have a lovely apartment with a lovely view of the Charles River and that makes a great backdrop for pretty much any event I would like to host, which is great. I think that's one of the hardest things people are like, I don't have the space to host and you do. I'm fortunate (laughs) that I do, but really we were talking about this uh, on a meeting recently, even if you don't have that perfect space, it's a park, it's a picnic, it's a beach. You can host anywhere. Now, doing so in your, like, house adds to a lot more convenience, and I will say that's amazing, but I was packing up, like, a picnic basket of stuff for my kids recently, and I was like, honestly, this is a little bit more fun because you're not worried about your whole house being judged, right? (laughs) Yeah, and I will say, I mean, I lived in New York for a long time, and my faces there were tiny, and I was still hosting them. I mean, I remember the very first—I'd say my first party that I hosted was with my roommate. We lived in a tiny, tiny apartment, and we had about twenty girls over for a Valentine's Day party. And I don't know if people could actually move around the apartment, but <laughs> it does not matter. It was like a room was there having fun in a tiny space. The drinks somehow kept flowing. There was girly Parks and Rec, Leslie Nope decorations everywhere. And it did not matter about the size of the space. It just mattered that we were all able to actually sit in a room, be together, and just have an amazing time. So you're right. It doesn't matter how big or small your space is. There are definitely some creative ways to host wherever you are. Completely. I will say, I just thought about this. When you cram people into a space, It's like when I used to design large-scale events and you cram people onto a dance floor, you actually... Get the interaction more than if you have an overwhelmingly large space or like that large dance floor that's too empty. So you have to gauge that when you're actually planning professionally. And I would do that with tent like all the time. How big is too big? You want people to be comfortable, but people always think they need more space than they need. You don't. Like when you cram people in, you actually get that engagement and you get that energy that when something is just a little bit too big, it feels a lot like off and uncomfortable. That's true. And honestly, I remember, and this is one thing I've always tried to do is invite people from every different group and walk of life that I know. And those smaller spaces are really conducive to groups of people that might not all know each other super well. No one feels left out if you're in a small space where it's kind of like the interactions and conversations have to happen because everyone's so close and kind of cozy. And so I think those small spaces just turn into really intimate, fun parties with people who might not have been friends when they entered, I think probably leave making some really solid connections when you're in those tiny spaces. I think that's a really great bonus. Truly, when you think about it, you're like, oh, it's easy in a big space to avoid people you don't know. Right. When like yeah. you're <laughs> kind of in, you gotta <laughs> say hi yeah. and actually can make can that everybody. so <laughs> can't can't So right. Yep. Amazing. Okay. So where you go when you're looking for inspo, I mean, outside of Party Trick, of course, but... When you're doing things for yourself, hosting, or just kind of like you want to be inspired, what where do you find inspiration? I mean, well, first of all, I would say like when it comes to being inspired, I don't need much of a reason to host. I'm pretty much always down to have people over for any event, whether it's a dinner party, game night, cocktails, like you name it. I'm pretty much happy to host it, but I'd say like my, I've always been a fan of hosting and gathering and making things as beautiful as I can try and make them. And I definitely get that from my mom. She always worked in and around events, predominantly with florals and, and printed goods. But she's always been the person that's kind of growing together a bouquet from the garden, flowers in her garden or pulling out a tablecloth for dinner or lighting some candles. Just she's really great at those, you know, small details that I think really make a special touch. Um, people don't expect but are always happy to see Completely. um and so I get a lot of my inspiration from her in terms of the small mo small things that make a moment feel just elevated. but I would say also, this might be a boring answer, but I think social media is really great for I too. it's like I mean there's different there are such there are so many accounts down there's too many to even really look at, but I think I get a lot of inspiration from unnecessarily accounts that are like hosting specific, but just people who are taking trips and in environments that feel really relaxed and natural. And I kind of try to embody a lot of that when I'm hosting. I follow a lot of travel accounts and hotels and destinations that I want to go to. And I feel like trying to make, trying to pull some of the inspiration from those accounts and how can I make my gatherings also feel like a little bit of an escape, I think is really fun and important. And then of course there are countless actual hosting accounts that I do follow that for some extra tips and tricks. But I feel feel like a lot of homeware tabletop accounts are good, not necessarily for theme ideas, but more just getting some inspiration about how to kind of pull things together or what flowers look good together. It's not just about making it look beautiful, but it is nice to kind of have some inspiration when you're trying to to pull things together at the last minute, I think, too. I totally agree. And I think I love the point about Trying to h- make it a little bit of an escape. And I think travel does that, right? So mm-hmm. when you when you travel and you transport yourself somewhere else, or whether you look at someone else traveling and transport yes. yourself vicariously through them, that's always what I love when people walk away and you lose track of time because they're having fun and you transported them on a trip, even though it's kind of like in your own home. So I love thinking about travel accounts. as a p- great place to kind of find inspiration. Yeah, and I also think that recently I've seen a lot of supper clubs that have popped up on social media, and I think those are great. Those obviously, like, they look beautiful, they look amazing, but I think the point of a lot of these supper clubs is not necessarily what these dinners or events looks like. It's about bringing together people that seemingly don't know each other or are just looking for a sense of community, and so I feel like I find a lot of inspiration in some of those accounts about just, first of all, taking the chance to, like, just invite people over. Get, let people in like gather and people will come people want that sense of community and i think those separate club accounts do a really great job of just giving just kind of putting a lens to the community and connection aspect of hosting not and not just the beautiful aspect of it totally totally so it's what i yeah. love it yay yeah. okay so we're going into fall right now and i personally am very excited because i love fall it's like my i Can I say it's my favorite? I think I can. I love fall season. I just, I love the smells. I love the sweater. (laughs) Yep. I love that feel in the air when you can smell the leaves that are all crispy. And again, we get that in Colorado. You get that on the East Coast. I'm sorry for everyone who doesn't get that. Go travel and see somewhere beautiful in the fall. Okay. That's mine. But what about you? What's your favorite season? Are you a spring girl? Are you summer? Are you like, let's cozy up and do stuff in the winter whenever things snowy and. What do you like best? I'm sad to say that my favorite season for hosting is coming to an end. I'm like definitely yeah. like a summer hosting girl. And that's one thing I will say about Boston is New England summer is definitely a special thing. Like I feel being here, it's really easy to just find a lot of reasons to gather and celebrate. And um, I love. I haven't thrown one yet, but I'm hoping I'm going to Rhode Island in September and I'm hoping it'll be warm enough to still do a clam bake. But that's the one thing I have not hosted this year that I want to. But I just love being able to be outside. I think on the East Coast, you kind of are like hidden away for months during these brutal winters. And so once the summer is here, it's like, all right, this is it. I'm going outside. I'm hosting, whether it's a picnic, whether it's outside on on a roof or just wherever you can gather outside. To me, that's so quintessential that's just lovely. That is perfect. So my, my favorite hosting season is coming to an end. But as I said, I'm hoping to still squeeze in a few more celebrations before all is officially here. And I'm hosting this week, actually, in my apartment with, with a supper club here in Boston. So I'm doing a little floral set um, with Aparitivo Society, which is a Boston-based supper club. So I think that's a good, going to try and bring in some summer florals and, and keep the summer spirit alive for as long as we can. I love that. And I can't wait to see and hear how it goes. It's going to be so good. (laughs) Um, Okay. On the note, and this is like probably less fun for everyone, but I actually get off on the stuff and I'm love (laughs) it. so tell me, all right, because Emma's in charge of all things marketing, she is doing those emails. She's doing the text messages. She's coming up with fun things for our ambassadors. Tell me, what are you, what are you liking right now? And what would be helpful for people to contribute if you needed help from people Find of who are listening to this. Give me a little bit on what's on your marketing horizon that you're excited about or struggled with. Well, I always love, I think, well, it's kind of like, it's. A, it goes both ways because we want people to put their funds away and enjoy their parties, right? We hope that we help you get to the point of posting where you're like, all right, funds off, people are here, I'm connecting, I'm, in, I'm engaging. We love that. But I also want to see how people's parties look like. So it's I- kind of like, I, I don't know, I can't, I can't tell where I land on that, but we obviously always wanna see how you guys are hosting, what your party tricks are. It's really fun to see how people are interacting with our platform. And honestly, our users love seeing that too. I mean, some of our best engaged content and some of our most successful emails are the emails where we show you what people are actually hosting and how people are interacting with party tricks. So I would say snap a few photos at the beginning of your party and then put your phone (laughs) us. But we are always looking for content. I also feel like, and so funny because this year, this last week, we sent out um, an email about setting up a sprints bar or lemonade stand or lemonade bar at your event, which is like a great way for people to just kind of serve themselves and not have to have you play bartender. And I sent the email out. And within minutes, I got a text message from my friend that was like, oh my God, this is a perfectly timed email. I'm hosting this weekend. I've been thinking about what to do for for drinks. And lo and behold, she set up a space bar this weekend, tag party trick. Um, and it was like a wonderful example of, I just love being able to give people these tips and tricks before the weekend hits where people are able to like actually take them and use them and bring them to life. I love seeing that happen. It was like a great full circle marketing moment for me. But I think as we go into the fall, I want to see... I want to say people are hosting parties, but I also want to see back to school. It's a really exciting time. I know, Virginia, you have kids that you can talk more about what hosting means for you as we go back to school. But it's kind of like a new, I feel like the fall always is kind of like a new chapter for people. So, you know, what are you doing as you head into the fall and the winter to hold on to summer, let summer go? What does this new season mean for you? I'd love to see how that manifests itself in terms of celebrations. Yeah, I'm excited to see what other people are doing. I obviously know what's on my radar, but it is. It's fun to see and it's fun to hear from others. I loved when I saw that come up this roots bar. I was like, yes. like I know. Seeing it in action, when people use a tip or the trick and hear about it, it's funny. So I've never been the person who responds when someone asks me for feedback. Like I just, I'm not. And I have made this resolution to myself. And I'm going to do it. And so I just ordered and I told them about this earlier today. Not actually this part of it, but <laughs> I found a new clothing brand. And they targeted me and I saw it enough times. And I'm like, okay. So I bought a couple things from it. And I'm actually wearing a shirt from them right now. And they sent me an email and they're like, where's small company? We love feedback, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, same email that we send. Okay, same email I get all the time. And I'm like, Click, delete. I'm sure all of y'all can resonate and are aware of that. And I actually took the moment. It took me under 30 seconds and I responded. And I was like, hey, I actually run a small business and I normally delete these. But I know how much it really means. So I hope this is helpful. Hey, it all arrived. I love it. Blah, blah, blah. And so please, please, if you get our emails, we do happy dances and jump up and down. At least I do. I don't know about Emma, but I'm a nerd that way. When we hear what you're up to or when we see your stuff in motion. So please, please let us know and think about those small businesses that you support and give them feedback. It's like the most valuable thing. I would rather have a ton of feedback any day than like almost anything else right now. Like it's truly the most helpful and rewarding when we're we're building. We're building for other people. If we don't hear from them, it just like goes into a vacuum. So I'm going to echo. That's off. exactly right. I mean, we, we know what we want, but you know, we're building this not for ourselves and we'll use it, obviously we love it, but we're building it for you guys. So we definitely, it's so helpful to hear people's feedback. And there's a lot of people that have been generous enough to help on the phone with us and kind of chat through some of that feedback. And that's so fun to talk with people who have used the platform and hear how they experienced it, what they experienced with it. So we really, to Virginia's point, we love feedback, good and bad. We love bad feedback sometimes We really? like feedback. So uh, nothing is off limits. Totally, totally. I'm right there with you. Emma, thank you so much for sharing a little insight. Yeah, of course. Um, well, I would love to tell you guys just a few more things um, about what we have coming up now. So kind of as we move into what's next for the podcast this season, we're going to do a short intermission. This is the last episode of season one. And we're going to do a whole series of these short, like two to three, five minutes, max five minute podcasts. I have one that I love following that does this. And I listen to it. It's two minutes. I listen to it every morning when I brush my teeth. Um, And so we're going to be doing those. So if you have anything you want, send us um, an email or just admit what we can do kind of to help you there. Okay. So stay tuned and i'm really excited to do these shorts for you can't wait to hear what you have to um ask okay so virginia i'm curious why coming to the end of summer hosting season what is the best party trick that you've learned over the past few months it's been a really interesting summer because this is my first summer not producing large-scale event and i think about party tricks all the time because obviously this is our work right but an interesting moment happened earlier this year, about a month and a half ago, when I was hosting an event with a couple, actually an event history colleague for Party Trek. And I'm like, Ah, oh, I've done thousands of parties. I know exactly what I'm doing. Why would I actually use our product, even though it's for our product, which is ridiculous. And I can't believe I'm sharing this, but whatever, there I go. And I flop. And now the party is fine, but I was driving to her house to host this party. And I'm like, oh my God. I forgot a speaker. I forgot this. I forgot that. Unfortunately, I was planning ahead in terms of I left well in advance. So I called our babysitter and was like, "Can you please go and get this? Can you please get this?" But the party trick is use party trick because I didn't, and that's so embarrassing, and really embarrassing to admit as well. But the the silver lining was okay when I used it for every other. Four years, they went off really well, and I enjoyed myself. And when I didn't. It was, it wasn't a disaster obviously, but I had more stress than I needed. And the goal of hosting and using party trick is not to have that stress to do something you actually enjoy. So my party trick is use party trick. And I know that's kind of lame. The secondary one is like plan ahead because if I had not been planning ahead and I had not been ahead of time, I wouldn't have had music. Like, and you have to have music for at least for everything I gather, like I need music there. Yeah. So yeah, that was my best party trick this year. Ultimate party jerk is using party jerk okay. i mean it's it's good to it's it's a, it's a good testament that even the pros need a little support sometimes so there's no harm in uh, admitting that you could have you could have benefited from a few extra reminders <laughs> that i could have oh oh wow that's really funny so i'm curious okay so so summer coming to an end we're heading into fall i know fall for you means back to school the kids are busy how will you find time to host this fall? What will hosting look like for you this fall? And kind of how do you celebrate back to school and fall season when you have a full plate of kids, work, life? How, what does that look like for you? I feel like fall, like I said, is one of my favorite seasons, but it's also one of the busiest. And it's one of the busiest because there is so much. There's so much change in terms of kids going back to school, people coming back into more corporate offices. And so for us, that means a lot of like partnership conversation. and. With all the, I also have a ton of hosting. So my kids are young. They're in first grade and third grade. They start in two weeks still. But we have, I mean, I was talking to my little sister about this last night because her son's just starting school. She's like, Is this normal? Oh my God. There's like back to school night and then there's this potluck and then there's this and then there's that. And being the planner, I get asked to host all these things and I get asked to be the class mom so I can host the Halloween and the Valentine's. Right. So, I have a ton of hosting and so much of that for the children. I also have my kids' birthdays coming up. My daughter's um, turning seven in about two and a half weeks. So we've got birthday parties. We've got the potlucks. This is also when all of my network comes back from wherever they've scattered for the summer. And so it's like started book clubs. Then it's Halloween. Then it's Thanksgiving. Um, And because there's more consistency as well, my kids demand and maybe I made it this way, for these little things to be a little bit more special. And now we're back. So it's Watermelon Wednesday and Taco Tuesday and Sunday Sunday. And so my kids love theming things. And so back to school, the start of all that coming back into session again, because we kind of forget about it when we're running around all summer. So for me, I have a lot of little moments. I have those little, the Taco Tuesdays at home, the movie nights, the... You know, I have a couple of friends over for a play date, the perfect little sleepovers for the kids. In addition to those larger ones, uh, I mean, I probably have something like four nights a week. Um, it's nonstop. It's go, 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 go. And so Party Trick saves me so much time because I literally just use what we designed and built to make it all happen it and to make it so much easier. When this is all over, you can throw yourself a little wellness retreat at home party and recover from a whirlwind season of hosting because that sounds like an aggressive schedule for the next few weeks. It's gonna be busy but amazing at the same time because it's just it's fun and it's celebratory and and for me again I love that that's where I get my energy. I'm curious. I know last year your daughter did a unicorns are real party. Do you have any fun theme for this year or is that still up in the air? Still up in the air. She kind of wanted to do something mermaid themed this year. Ooh, okay. Uh, so we'll see. She was talking about this even the other day. And I'm like, sweetie, it's in three weeks. So we got to get going. And she just can't decide. So I think it'll be like a mermaid blended with something, like a mermaid swimming party. Last year it was unicorns spa Uh She can't choose one. It was definitely <laughs> visually very um, mermaid vibes, but I was our very unicorn vibes last year. I think we're going to embrace the mermaid, which is interesting because she's not been in a mermaid for anything else, but... <laughs> Who knows? My we'll throw in the uh, mountains. Once my, God, my, son, my son wants to throw a Rubik's Cube party for his birthday. Wow. Oh,
1: that's how an interesting that one.
0: one. Okay. My what? mind is, I, I'll, I'll think on that one. That's an interesting theme. Yeah. He's obsessed with Rubik's Cubes. He can solve them. I've never known a person who could actually solve them so quickly. He'll make various patterns on them. And so he wants a Rubik's Cube cake. And then I don't know what we'll do, but we'll figure it out. Okay, so it seems like your son and your daughter, like your son, has a very clear vision of what he's going for, and your and your daughter's her imagination is running a little bit more wild. But oh yeah, oh, she's loves and cool. flits and she doesn't like making a firm decision. She wants a little bit of everything. Love it. I feel like there's been a ton of amazing guests this this season that have all had such a wide variety of uh, amazing party tricks up their sleeve. I'm kind of curious, what were some of the favorites that you've heard from throughout the season? What was really fun was. Hearing a lot of the same themes come up, and I'm sure you kind of feel that you saw this as well. But I, there, there were a lot of things. So I'm going to go, and then I'll let you go and back and forth. But I mean, for me, I think one of the things, and then some of this was based on who we had on on the podcast. But across the board, some of the things that came up for me that were like favorite um, party tricks was really about. This sounds crazy, but gifting, right? Hostess gifting comes up a lot, and so the party trick is it doesn't really matter what the gift is per se it's the intentionality behind it and so what the intention is does it need to be before does it need to be after no but should you do it probably even if it's just a handwritten thank you and so i think when i think a lot about fall i think also a lot about gratitude going thanksgiving gifting um, and recognition is is really really big one for me so the party trick is like how to take it this way really it's about be intentional with gifting and acknowledge it and do it. What about you? What did you Um, hear? I think that planning ahead was a huge theme. I feel as we just were speaking about, I think it's so important. I think mostly planning ahead makes you feel relaxed and makes you feel your best as you're going into the event because likely if you've planned ahead, you hopefully have everything done when the party actually starts and your mind isn't still racing as guests are arriving because you didn't get to finish one or two items. Planning ahead, starting to prep ahead of time, I think just makes the whole process of putting the event together a lot less stressful, but it also makes you just enjoy the actual event a lot more when you know you planned ahead, you did the work and everything ready to go. Yeah, I think that's so spot on. That's definitely a party trick that I fall on and go back to and people are like, what is your favorite party trick? It's like plan ahead always, always. I think also this season, we heard a ton of people talking about cocktails and pre-batching and how it's actually like a gift, one to yourself, but also to your guests. So I love doing like a spritz bar, setting up a full bar, but having something decided for your guests already, so it's pretty much ready for them to go. It makes it easy. It's a great party trick because then you can also relax, come back, and it takes that decision away from your guests. I don't find myself to be like, if I'm going to someone's home and they're like, what would you like to drink? I'm like, oh, I don't know. But when they come to me and they're like, hey, you went margarita, wine, water, like sparkling water, knowing like, A, the, the offer is there and there's one cocktail that's like pretty bashed and like ready to go. It makes it easy for them, it makes it easy for me. I think that's spot on. And I think another one that I've heard is that practice makes perfect. And I could not agree more. I actually, I'm hosting this week, as I said, with the Paritivo Society. And I had a bunch of friends in town this weekend visiting and it was really fun but one of the things I said I was like guys I'm gonna test the waters on a few recipes that I'm making this week because I don't want to make something new for a new group of people the first time like for the for the party for the first time so I did kind of a test run with two of the recipes that I'm making this week and I'm so glad I did it I feel like I now know how much time it takes so I know how much to plan ahead in terms of the actual event And also, I feel like I learned a few things I'm going to tweak for the actual event in terms of the recipes. So I totally think that practicing ahead of time, not trying things for the first time the day of the party was a huge takeaway and something I really that resonates with me. Yeah, I think, again, like when you're thinking about what's a good party trick, one, keep it simple do what you know, but if you don't know and you want to try it, it's that practice makes perfect. And that also makes you more comfortable when you're doing, when you're hosting more, right? Like you want to be comfortable, but it really goes into this whole notion of practice makes perfect. Okay. So, I mean, I love that because it's really about practice makes perfect. But here's another thing. It's about the progress, not perfection. So yeah, you want to be comfortable and set up for success, go with something simple, go with something. But that progress and not just like having to be so perfect because if it's overly perfect, it's too precious, and then people feel like intimidated and they don't want to do it right. So practice, practice, post more, and get better with it every single time. And keeping those things simple. Part of the trick that came up over and over was like again, practice makes perfect, but progress not perfection. So it's kind of like two contradictory but really complementary concepts. Totally. I mean, practice makes perfect. It's there's no it's no secret. If you have like your favorite go-to staple dish that you know is always a hit just do that for your first dinner party you don't have to go wild and find some intricate recipe that you think is going to be like a show stop just go with what you know it's people love people people love to know what's your go-to recipe what's your favorite thing to cook just make that people love just simple good solid food and or drinks or whatever it might be but don't feel like you need to go out of control to find something to impress people stick with what you know completely go with what you know because it'll set you up for success and then if you want to mix it up come to party trick and choose yeah, more fun things because everything we choose is going to make it easy because they're typically easy enough that like, even i think people hear me say this i don't like cooking really but, like, even i can do the majority of the stuff and that's a good sign or i can take it and take it out and put it on platters to make it look great so again it's like getting yourself in motion and like, it could be paper plate than pizza it could just be simple and easy. Totally. So, I yeah. Love that. Well, okay. As we are closing out this episode, closing out this season, we've talked a lot about full and going into quote unquote hosting season. We all have different ones. And I think something that really stuck out to me when I have been thinking about hosting and gathering recently is really like people saying we're going into hosting season with Thanksgiving and Halloween and Christmas and blah, blah, blah. Well, Every day, every month, every week is really hosting season, which we're one of those businesses that are like, oh, you must be so busy as Q4 approaches. Not really, because like we're a service, not a product. So, and we're here to support, and there's going to be a ton of hosting. And I can tell you, most of you listening are going into that crazy period where there's more expected. But hosting is not just a Q4 thing. It is every day. There is something, and we are here to help you celebrate the every day, those Taco Tuesdays, those movie nights, or those larger events. Like every week, someone has something small or large to celebrate. So get out there, celebrate, and enjoy it. Let us make it more enjoyable. That is our goal. That is our mission. And we cannot wait to see what you create. Thank you guys so much for listening to season one of the Party Trick podcast. Emma, thank you so much for your insights. And we look forward to making some more magic soon. So fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you.